Welcome everyone to the Gashia Family Summit for December 2014. I am your host, Benjamin Foglata, or Foley. Um, good news is Finden's uh, recovering from his recent car accident and should be out of ICU later this next week. Um, aside from that, we're hoping to see him in game here in the next two weeks. Um, big news of this month, we have uh, implemented our time-based campaigns for our Guild Wars 2 leaders. So if you like to lead an event that's uh, not very objective-based, like a role-play event, a crafting event, a uh, jumping puzzle event, or a, hey, let's go out and be cloggins for an hour event, um, you can now do that by using the time-based campaigns. Anything that's not focused on a claimable objective, you can use time-based campaigns to uh, still host an event with that in mind. Um, you can be awarded for 15 minutes, 30 minutes, or an hour worth of uh, time, and then you can add multiples of those increments so if you do two hours, you just click two of the hours, and then you're done. Um, there is a new family event bonus for our major family events. This will give you an extra 100 fellowship points for participating. Um, this is to hopefully try to drive more people to attend our major family events, because those are the events where we start growing and gaining new members. And when people don't show up, it doesn't look good upon us, and it uh, makes it a lot harder for us to grow our family. So. Um, we will be offering up uh, 100 extra points just for attending our events. Um, we do have a new event lineup for our major uh, family events. Our current lineup, which was Saturday uh, nine, is Saturday 9:30 a.m. to 12:30 p.m. for the uh, Guild Wars 2 um, Sanctum Raw Social Hour and Will Be World. That's going to change um, next week to uh, 10 a.m. Uh, to 12 o'clock p.m. and it's just going to be the social hour. Um, and World Bee World, or Social Hour in World Bee World, where you get to hang out with some of the uh, St. Laurel Commanders and uh, try to wreak havoc on the, the Borderlands. Uh, then we have Saturday 11 p.m., which is tonight. Um, we have the St. Laurel Community Missions in World Bee World. And then on Wednesdays at 5 p.m. to 8 p.m., we have the Elder Scrolls Online, the Great Hunts of Cyrodiil. Um, that event has three more pieces to go. Um, we'll be doing it again here this next week coming up. Um, and then Thursday from 5 to 8 p.m., we have the Guild Wars 2 Sigma Raw Missions and Worldview World from 5 to 8. And then as of January 12th, we are shifting our events a little bit. Um, our Saturday event will be the 10 to 12 event for Social Hour. And then we have Saturday 11 to 2 um, for these Missions and Worldview World. And then we're moving our, uh, our Thursday event to Monday. So that will be a Monday 5 to 8 p.m. And then our Wednesday event is going to become a Guild Wars 2 event from 5 to 8, um, Missions and World Be World. So the Monday event, we don't know what we're going to put there yet. We're going to see where the population uh, is and what's, uh, what people are interested in. Who will want to do an ESO event? Hopefully 1.6 will be out by then. Um, you know, then we can do that. If not, then we can do something else. So... Um, as always, our family events go where the people are. If people don't show up to events, then we move them somewhere where the people do show up. So, um, This last uh, month, we did get a whole new lineup of toys for the Double Up charity event. So we decided that instead of the Cookies Eric this year, we'd go with the Double Up and try to actually meet our annual goal of 750 stuffed animals per year. Um, so we have some new stuffed animals. They're all Disney-based, which is kind of cool. There's like the Lion King toy and um, Dumbo toy and Pluto toy, um, all kinds of cool little Disney characters. 
Um, and you can order those through the Kohl's uh, registry, and those get shipped directly to the three charities that we uh, support. Um, you can visit uh, gashkia.com slash charity to find out more. And next, we are in the process of looking at possibly the next great uh, Gashkia chapter. Um, we are going to be doing a thing called the Seed Program, which is kind of like a kind of an introduction to a game before we decide to commit. Uh, we'll be giving various games a three-month trial period based on where our family's interest is. You can actually fill out the Great Seed Survey right now on Gushkia.com for all members. You can uh, decide where you'd like us to uh, give a try. Um, any of them with more than 250 votes, we will be looking at and analyzing based on the release date and how compatible they are with our family from their base specifications. And then we'll be announcing which ones we'll give a, a seed, Chapter 2, and those basically will run for three months. At the end of three months, we'll run a full assessment and find out whether or not it's branch-worthy. there are no branch-worthy games, we'll move on to the next one. So um, definitely check out gushkia.com, and right in the center, after you log in, you'll see the Great Seed Survey. So go ahead and fill that out. Uh, the games that we are looking at currently are Camelon Unchained, Black Desert, EverQuest Next, Bless, Embers of the Storm, uh, Lineage Eternal, Shards Online, Albion Online, Skyforge, Civilization Online, Glory Victus, Pathfinder Online, Shrouds of the Avatar, Forsaken Virtues, and Pantheon, Rise of the Fallen. Um, those are the 13 games that uh, we have uh, kind of evaluated and, and looked at for how well they would match up to what we're after. Um, there are lots of other games out there, you know, the uh, the Space Sims and all those, but that's not really what we're after. We're after fantasy-based games. So other than that, Guild Wars 2 news, um, I got some good news in that the family population is growing. Um, we've seen 61 members in the last 15 days. Um, it's growing rather rapidly, and uh, we are very much approaching our cap once again. Um, we are right now looking at people rotating out of the family at about 26 days. So, uh, you know, as we continue to grow and as we continue to gain more members from you know, our, our various events that we're running, um, that'll get closer and closer to the 14-day rotation. Um, for those that didn't know, I believe today and tomorrow are the last days that you can get the uh, Guild Wars 2 for 50% off, so you can buy it right now for $19.99 um, at the Guild Wars 2 store. And I believe come Monday it will no longer be that price. So if you want to try out Guild Wars 2, it's a buy once, play forever type of game. Um, it's not going to cash shop you to death. There have been very many of our players who have never spent a dime on the cash shop at all and still do effectively well. There is no buy to win. So, uh, yeah, definitely check it out. I'd highly encourage it. We have lots of events going on over there. We're going to have it even more spawning up this next month. Um, in Elder Scrolls news, um, ZeniMax is preparing for 1.6 to hit sometime in January. Um, it will probably go live very last week of January, possibly first week of February. Um, population continues to sink. Um, we're having a real hard time keeping players playing the game. Um, it seems like every day we're removing more who have gone dormant. So uh, 
you know, if you have friends that are playing ESO, grab onto them, hold them tight, and bring them into the fold. Uh, we definitely want to try to keep that going as long as possible. Um, I'm hoping that with 1.6 and 1.7, the population will turn around and people start coming back and uh, playing the game again. Um, aside from that, from the players that are in this channel right now, um, with, what type of events would you like to see run in ESO? Uh, go ahead and put a one in chat and I'll call on you. Go ahead, Marigana. Oh, I'm sorry. I fat fingers. Okay, so no, no uh, events there. Go ahead, Azuris. It may sound kind of dumb, but we do got Christmas coming up. How about a big holiday event for Gashkia and uh, uh, the rest of the public? see if we can't bounce some ideals off each other and come up with something something special yeah it's very possible i mean it's uh the, the trick is just finding out what we're going to do making the, the plans and getting the word out because promotion is a big part of whether or not events are successful or not uh you gotta let people know and the communication channels are very difficult in eso so it's going to Take a lot of uh, hitting the streets and letting people know. Okay. But yeah, if you think of something, you know, I'll definitely throw my weight behind it and see what we can do. I can probably get it mentioned in the newsletter. Yes, awesome. newsletter. Thank you. So, does anyone have any questions or comments or things that they would like clarified in this month's meeting? Um, I, you know, I have a concern with the whole ESO thing um, when you say that, you know, you're, the events are going to go where the people are. Whenever you bring a product to market, you don't wait till people buy it and then start to market it. And I know you are not a fan of, you know, spamming the guild in chat or anything like that. Um, and that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. But you've got, there has to be some way for us to communicate to um, other, to, to people that are playing the game. And if that's the only channel we have, um, maybe not spamming, but at least scheduling a public event and then allowing us to say, I'm starting this public event right now in the zone channel. Um, it just seems that you've already written ESO off. And again, that's your prerogative. It's your guild. It's your marketing strategy. It's your brand name. But I, for one, am, is, am a little insulted when you say that you're going where the people are. Well, just because we're not four or 500 people doesn't mean we're not people and that we don't enjoy playing the game. And um, again, it's it's a little bit insulting, and it it seems like 
and again, I don't know what goes on behind scenes or anything like that, but it seems that you've already written it off, or the powers that be have already written it off, and so no, there's no weight being thrown behind it at all. As me, first and foremost, we promote in zone chats. We travel around to multiple zones promoting our events. We do that. That is general practice of our event leaders. That is what I train them to do, is to promote in zone before you form up. I come out there a half an hour early and travel around the entire world promoting every event. And the problem I'm having is that when I host an event for our family, I have six to eight people show up. Six to eight people isn't what Gashi is designed for. What we are designed for is the, the 20 to 50 mark. That's where our events shine. That's where we have trained our commanders to handle. When we have eight, we can't do anything in World v. World or AVA, for that matter. We go out there and we try to take a camp and we get melted. You know, it's, it's a matter of we have to be able to make an, an impact with the people that we have. And we only have, you know, those four time slots that I have available to make that impact happen for our family to grow. And if I'm spending that time, if I only have four slots and I spend one of those slots promoting to eight people who are already members of our family and having no influence whatsoever on the outside world, that is killing that event. That entire event is wasted because we are not going to be growing because of that event. I have to use those event slots to generate more people into our family so that you guys have people to play with. But yes, if you're running an event, promote and chat, please. Say, hey, we're doing this. Um, we're going to be going, closing some dolmens. You know, join us. This is Goshki doing this. This is what it's all about. This is why we are structured the way that we are, and I have never told anyone not to promote your event in chats. What I've said is that we don't promote our guild in chats. So we don't say, hey, join Goshki. We're the best guild ever. Um, Goshki for the win. You know, we're the best. You know, we don't do that. We show people that we're the best. And when they see that we're the best, then they join us. That's how we do things. We, we show people. We promote through action, not words. Uh, but we can definitely invite people to the party. Um, say, hey, we're hosting an event. Come join us. Because that introduces them to our actions. Well, the last several nights that uh actually the last couple weeks every time that we've gotten a pickup group together cam or tom or verve or me or pyre we've picked up a number of people from around us and talked about the guild and we don't have to have eight people um cam and tom and i can't remember maybe it was sin were taking resources with just three of them um we were taking recess resources with four of us you don't we don't have to take big keeps in order to make an impact. Just running around the map and taking the focus off the, the groups that have a larger Zerg that can take the keeps makes a huge impact. Um, right, so, but it's been three weeks since we had a new member join the ESO branch. Exactly. And that's the bottom line, is that we are not getting the recruitment that we need from those events. I mean, I, I love ESO to death. I love that game, it, but I love it as a solo game. I like playing it alone, um, which is the very biggest problem I could ever say because you guys know me. I'm a through and through. I'm an event leader. I love leading events, but ESO frustrates me to no end when I lead events. 
it, it is baffling how antisocial this game is. And, um, you know, I want to be somewhere where it encourages people to play together, not pushes them away. And that's just the, the bottom line of what's going on. I mean, I, I showed our event leaders the exact document that I gave ZeniMax. I think they can vouch for me to say that I did not take this lightly. I flew all the way across this country just to have a, a week-long meeting with them so I could talk and plead and beg them to implement some of the stuff that we need so that we can survive. And so far, I've seen nothing of that. So it really comes down to, are they willing to meet us halfway? Are they willing to help keep communities playing this game? It's not something I can do. I can't snap my fingers and make them do things. You know, it's, it's just look at, our, look at our roster. Look at how full it is. Um, look at the numbers. If you look at the numbers this week and then look at it two weeks from now when I do the next purge, then you'll see every time, every 15 days, we are losing between 10 and 25 people from the ESO chapter. We gain one person every three weeks. That's our rate right now. That needs to turn around. And it's not because we aren't trying. It's not because we aren't doing the things that we do in every other game. It's because we are invisible. If we go out there and we are the nicest people on the planet, nobody knows who we are. There's no guild tag. There's no, you know, they see an emblem, but that emblem doesn't mean anything. There's no tag on it. There's no way for them to identify, hey, that's a Goshka member. We can be, you know, the Pope walking around, and they would never know. I mean, that's just the way that ESO is. It's very antisocial. It doesn't let guilds have any kind of branding whatsoever. And that really, in the long term, hurts us more than anything. I mean, it is insanely hard to market a product that has no name and has no face. <laughs> If they gave us nameplates, this thing would be a whole different story, and we'd actually have something to work with. Yeah, we talked a little bit about this. I believe ESO, from my experience, is the only large multiplayer online game that doesn't have something for the guild. Go ahead, Burkana. Hi. Um, I just wanted to, for, as far as the comments for uh, events and stuff being run, just to let you know that there are like several events that I have attended already um, that are really fun. Um, I think my problem is is that I'm East Coast and a lot of them start at like 9 o'clock or later and I can only play between the hours of 7.30 and 10 o'clock or 10.30 even on the weekends and then some I usually catch verbs on Daunted Run in, in the mornings um, which is really great because it's 10 o'clock for me and then I can do that. But I just wanted to I guess let you know that there are a lot of fun events already happening but you know as you're already saying because there's only like a certain amount of people in ESO at the moment that there's not a enough really uh, as far as time wise for people to run it at different times but um, that really all I'm trying to say is that um, there are some really fun events already and I just want to thank those people for that yeah, yeah this I, yeah, there there definitely are, and I hear you about the East Coast stuff, and a few of us had already been talking about that and putting some on the calendar. Yeah, and it's, you know, 
when I say that I'm pulling my one event out, that's my one event. That's not your guys' events. That's not, you know, anyone else who wants to run an event. Anyone Lorgara or higher can run an event. There's nothing that stops them from doing that. Um, the big thing is, is that with my events, I need to make sure that they're being used in a way that is driving more people to our family. So that, you know, when we, when we launched an ESO, Guild Wars 2 side gained 250 members. That's how many people from ESO play Guild Wars 2 as well. And the same thing happens in Guild Wars 2 is when they join our family, they go, oh, wow, I have an ESO account, and they join our ESO group. It cross-pollinates, and I have to use that time that I have available to build that side of the family. Whatever I can do to raise those numbers and keep people active. That's just our survival. I mean, that's based what it is. But you guys are welcome to host events and have as many events as you want. You know, I mean, for me, I can't host East Coast events. I'm a West Coast person. I run an entire department at my company. I can't just say, hey, guys, uh, while you guys are hard at work over here, I'm going to go play video games. That's not going to fly very well with the rest of my team. It's going to, I mean, Don can attest. He would be pretty ticked off at me. So, um, you know, Don would like to be playing games too, but I make him work. Esther, she's my PR scout. She works for me. And, uh, you know, if I was playing games when she's hard at work posting her, you know, 49th press release of the day, I think she'd be pretty ticked off at me too. You know, I can't just bail on work so that I can play video games. And I wouldn't expect any of you guys to do that. So it's, uh, you know, we do what we can with what, what time we have available. And I will continue running those events during the, the 5 to 8 o'clock slots twice a week and then the, the late night slot um, as best as I can. But, you know, in the end, it comes down to what time is available for you. Does anyone else have any questions, comments, concerns? Uh, about the East Coasters. Um, I'm going to have to have Verve help me with that a bit, but um, there will be for the uh, morning crowd and possibly evening or afternoon too, uh, dungeon runs that are going to be four-man set up running twice a week plus there's also going to be the uh, veterans uh, dungeon runs that are going to happen twice a week and um, that's all going to be morning early afternoon time so i hope that helps yeah i have two things to say about eso um one is on the events uh i think now a lot of us are getting to a higher level level where we can actually start doing some of the um, higher level end game stuff. Like we've been getting a few groups going into Kragler and doing grinding and doing questing there. And I'd like to start doing um, some of the trials and Dragon Star Arena. I think that would be some, some new events we can start doing as a guild. That would be really fun. Um, the other thing is on the whole marketing stuff. Um, you know, spamming in, in zone is one thing, but I think there's other venues that we can get the word out. Uh, like uh, Reddit has a guild fair day on Friday, a post where we can advertise our guild or other forums like that. We have done that. We've done a lot of those. In fact, we were one of the very first guilds that uh, ZeniMax actually promoted. Um, so it's... Uh, you know, I posted on their official forums. There's posts in both the PvP and the PvE side of their forums. 
I go over there and I bump it regularly. We have a registered group on uh, Tamriel Foundry, and I consistently promote that. Um, but we aren't getting people biking. I mean, that's, you know, when I'm saying that people are leaving the family in ESO, I'm not saying that they're quitting the guild. These are people that are leaving the game. Like, they go idle for months at a time. And that's how I measure how many people are leaving based on, oh, I didn't want to be a part of this guild. How many people are leaving because of this game is how long people, how long until that account goes dead. Uh, anything over 30 days is usually a dead account. Um, you know, otherwise, if they just left the guild, they would have just left the guild, and I'm, I would never know that they're gone. So that would be, just be a, uh, a personal leaving the guild. Um, and then I have the exit surveys, which I'm turning over to Zenimax as we speak. You know, um, whenever I get those, every month I send them a report of why people left the game. And I'm hoping that feedback will help them better assess how to patch the holes. I mean, trust me, nobody knows. I mean, I, I wish I could just put you in my brain for a minute and, and show you the world through my eyes because, I mean, I literally spent 300 hours building a website for ESO. You know, getting the marketplace ready, getting the stuff in, in the system so that you would be able to, you know, do what you do with ESO. I spent so much time on development of putting the stuff in, into our system so that it would support this game and then not having the support from the game itself. In fact, watching key pieces of the picture be pulled out of game while it's in development. You know, there, there was a lot of things that would have been, we had nameplates in Alpha. We don't have nameplates now. We had an alliance system in Alpha. We don't have an alliance system now. We had custom chat channels in Alpha. We don't have custom chat channels now. I mean, key factors were taken out of the game, basically drowning us. Um, these were the things that we need to survive and thrive, and they were taken away. You know, and by the time that I was actually able to start building stuff, then they had the God Mode guys in AVA, and that turned away tons of people. So it's really right now what we need is ZeniMax to come through for us and do what they said they were going to do in the beginning. Um, if they can do that, then things will be able to recover and we'll be able to heal and we'll be able to grow. But until they start turning around this trend, um, these are people leaving. There's nothing I can do to prevent people from leaving. They're paying the, the 15 bucks a month to play this game. And if they're not getting their money's worth, they're going to leave. That's just the way it is. Well, and there's nothing I can do differently. Something else I got to say about people leaving, I, I hear you with the numbers, but this is just what I've seen in the past month. Since 1.5 came out, I feel like the guild has been a lot more active. There's a lot more going on, and this is coming from someone who's in the game almost every day. Um, I don't know if we're, you know, it's just smaller groups, but there's definitely been a lot of activity since 1.5 came out. Right, but it's all internal activity. You know, we're, we're able to keep each other stuff. busy, but we're yeah. not getting new people. And the, the problem is we need new people. Because if we if we lose, you know, 10 to 15 people every every two weeks to, you know, just leaving the game, we need to gain 10 to 15 new people to, to patch those 10 to 15 people that left. Otherwise, eventually we're going to dry up. Oh, I, I, I agree. Since 1.5 came out, there's been a lot more pickup events, a lot more things posted, a lot more activity. But but we as ESO players need to formalize that a little bit, post an event up, put it in guild chat that we're going to run this as a little group. Does anybody want to play along with us? And that way we can stabilize our numbers, if not increase our numbers.
I guess one thing we should all keep in mind is whether there's 500 of us in ESO or 20 of us in ESO, we're all still family. And yeah, it that's, that's it, exactly what I'm not feeling. I feel like we're being counted as assets, not friends, not family assets. And I and again, I get that. I'm not faulting anybody for that. There was never it, it, things have been run this way. Nothing has ever really changed. This is the way things have been run, um, and that and this is just the way it is, and that's fine. Um, I was telling some of the guys that I'm running with right now, I could have a crappy day at work. I could not feel like even playing ESO, but I feel like coming on and hanging with Tom and hanging with Liz and hanging with you and everything like that. And that's what the game is about, not the game. And so whether there's 500 of us or 20 of us, the game is not antisocial when you have friends on the game. The game is antisocial when you're trying to meet a quota. But if I was not to do things this way, you would have nobody to play with, and you wouldn't have a Tom, and you wouldn't have anyone else, because we wouldn't have those numbers. I don't think that's true. I have found lots of friends in game, not part of Gashkia. Right, but the the thing is, is that if I don't push for more numbers, then I get pushed, and people come to me and say, "We don't have anyone to play with. We don't have anyone to group with. We don't have. We can't do a dungeon." Seacoral, okay. Seacoral has been trying for months to get trials groups going. Has she been successful? No. People don't show up. People say that they want to be there, but they don't show up. Um, you know, and you know, what am I to do about it? Seacoral comes to me, says, "Hey, I can't get a group together." I'm like, well, have you tried posts on the forums? Yes. Have you tried asking in Guild Check? Yes. Have you tried, you know, scheduling this in advance and making a big poopla about it? Yes. And she still can't do it. And it, it's the fact is, is that we don't have the population to fill a trials group. We don't have the population to get a, a good ABA group together and go steal some scrolls anymore. We don't have that population. Why don't we have that population? Because they can't get people to show up to events. I mean, that's simply what it is. When I had 25 people showing up to an event, and we had all those green banners out there, people would say, oh, wow, what's this guild? What are you guys about? And then, boom, we got new people. I was getting two, three, four new people every time that we stepped out on the field. But as soon as, you know, I started getting six people showing up, eight people showing up, then we're, not, we're nothing. People just overlook us. We're just another little random pug group running around doing nothing, you know? We have to be able to make an impact with what we have, and we can't really do that with six people. We couldn't get archive groups together when we had twice the number. I know. We had one really good attempt, a second good attempt until our power went out, and four or five no-goes because we were always two or three people short every time. And we had people who said they would show up and didn't show up, and then they actually wanted to schedule events over at the same time that she did, after saying they'd be in her event. So, yeah, it didn't go very well. I mean, I don't... If I could... As she me, doesn't I even come say, in the game anymore. If I could, I would say, everyone, let's go play ESO. Let's go do these things. Let's go have some fun. And, you know, everything would be great. But that's not what it's like when you put it to the pavement. When I schedule an event and I get six people coming up, that 
that's a morale defeat because people know that we're going to go out there and we're going to get butchered a lot. <laughs> you know, it's like, congratulations, you signed up to be smeared tonight. You know, and, and every time I get defeated, somebody true. signs off for the we, night. That's not true because we, we have fun when we're playing. We're not getting smeared. It's a learning process. This is not, I don't, I've never played another MMO, but I'll tell you this. Maybe you don't know how to lead an ESO because we have leaders that are good and we have fun playing it and maybe we're not selling it and maybe we need to sell it. And I love Goshkia and I'm not saying you're not good. You're great. You're made a change in my life, but don't give up on us. All right, I'm going to shut up. No, you're fine. What's going on? I love that woman. <laughs> Don't worry about it, James. She, she speaks from the heart. Not a pet. Well, I think Trials is a good example where we can do better to to improve ourselves and and recruit. Um, you know, that a few issues with that trial group is we can never get people together. Well, that's a great opportunity to, to get people from outside the guild to join us. I was just doing an AA last night with another guild and they were doing a beginner's walkthrough, you know, no pressure. And someone was like teaching all, all the boss mechanics. And, uh, you know, that's a really good experience that we can give to other players to get them to join us. If we can do that, I highly encourage it. I mean, but the fact of the matter is I can't do that. I got a level 36. There, it's going to be a long time before I'm ever VR anything. It's just, right. And so I'm just getting there myself up and do that. So, yeah, if you want to do it, more power to you, let's do it. Right, I think a lot of us are just getting to that point in the leveling process ourselves where that's actually going to become possible. Well, then get involved on my dungeon runs. You'll get some levels. Yeah, we did a few earlier. <laughs> yeah. The one thing I do want to point out is uh, I was part of a guild in World of Warcraft that was a quarter the size of the people that we have in the guild here right now and we'd schedule events and once in a while not enough would show up the biggest problem that we've got it, it's a two-part system I mean you're talking about numbers numbers is only half the problem the other half of the problem is that people are deciding oh, I don't feel like doing it. I'm gonna do my own thing and then it's like they're playing Skyrim and not you know an MMO. It's laziness. It's people not wanting to be a part of the guild. It's two separate things, but it's one big problem. So do you guys only play one game or? We play Elder Scrolls Online and Guild Wars 2. That's pretty much it. Would you guys mind, would you guys mind if I join you guys in Guild Wars? Yeah, feel free. We're on sexual roll. Yeah, probably I'm gonna play it tonight. And join you guys. You guys seem really good people. I think another issue is is that there's two different kinds of people. Like I myself am a PvE player. I don't like PvE in most games and I kind of especially don't really like PvP in Elder Scrolls Online. So a lot of the events that just are solely for PvP, I just don't want to do it because I don't like running around in there 
and dying and having to like travel forever to get back to where I am like I'm a raider I like to raid I like to do dungeons that's what I like to do that's like my part of it so I think where sometimes people don't feel like showing up I think also sometimes people just don't really like that one particular kind of thing but I, I do really like understand that a lot of this has to do with Zenimax and them not kind of giving us what they said they were going to you know, I it's also that. Kind of, sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Um, a lot of the blame also falls on me. You know, uh, I lead events. Um, I've got to be more versatile. I can't lead just one type of event because uh, uh, in in the chat right there, they pointed out some good points. Some people just aren't interested in that. It's not a set. Either you're lazy or, you know, this. And I didn't mean it to sound like that. If I did, I apologize. But it falls on to people who are setting up the events. We have to be versatile because there's a lot of different interest. It, the more versatile we get, the more people we're going to draw. Did that make better sense? So can you guys just tell me uh, something about Guild Wars? Well, um, right now, is if you're going to come into Guild Wars, it's a uh, super time to do so because they have a half-price sale on the game itself. Um, How much it cost? Uh, $20. $20, yeah. Oh, that's... And it's free to play. Other than the game, it's free to play. I used to play Guild Wars 2, but I, I don't anymore. But I have to say that out of all the free-to-play games that I have ever played, free to, um, Guild Wars 2 really knows how to do it well. Should I buy, like, the 20 bucks one or the 30 bucks one? There's two, actually. i just go with the uh, 1999 version. Uh, yeah, I would, yeah. All the stuff they give you in the one that's $10 more expensive, like, goes away after a week. Pretty much. Oh. Oh, okay, so I'll just buy the cheap one then. Yeah, there's enough family in there that if there's something you need right. or whatever, you're going to get it anyway. I, I believe within the gems shop, uh, there is an upgrade uh, that you can buy if you wish to go from the regular to the upgraded, um, just if you want to do that, but you don't have to do it right away. Yeah, that's but there's, correct. I mean, really, you got a miniature and the summon Misfire Wolf, which you'll and never that's about use. it. <laughs> and then you also have your two-week Golem Banker that goes for any new tune. Yeah, but that's temporary. You use it once, and it's like worth 24 hours, and then it's gone. So. No, 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 it's a, it's a two-week, it's a two-week Golem. Two-week, two-week Golem, yeah, and, but they have those occasionally on the gem store, too. You can buy separate, yes. The two-week golem isn't really... Uh, only when you accept the mail does it start counting down. As soon as, soon it, as, soon as you accept the two-week golem, 
banker out of the mail it starts counting down however if you don't accept it out of your mail it sits in your mail until you are ready to start using it thank you guys for all this information no problem well i would like to introduce myself to you guys um my name is james i'm from canada calgary I see a lot of people here from Canada too. I work in support, Rayco support. I'm 18 years old. Uh, and I would like to join you guys. This um, really good family. <clears throat> How do you feel about cliffs? About cliffs? Welcome to Gajka. Yeah, welcome to the family. How, yeah. many, how many places? Learn how to fly. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> oh, and be prepared to have your west and your east confused. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. Yeah, it's where you What's cross your terminal arms velocity? Point. Yeah, you you cross your arms and point in both directions and say which way am I going, and you walk forward. Yeah, <laughs> and then you have to know how to cliff dive properly. If you don't know how to cliff dive, you you will learn. <laughs> uh, uh, and if you want, I can show you it as a personal hobby. Oh, I, I mean, I'm one of the people who usually plays in ESO. I like finding cliffs and seeing how I can slide down them and survive, even though they're definitely higher than what you're supposed to survive and figure out how to do it. Yeah. I got trained very well in Warhammer and beyond. <laughs> when I first uh, experienced um, ESO out at uh, Zenimax back October 2012, I was running around every mountain and trying to jump off, and like their fall damage was turned so low that you could pretty much jump off anything in the lair. And I, I actually reported it as a bug that they need to add more fall damage. Because there's no way I can lean an entire Zerg off a cliff and nobody dies. That'd just be embarrassing. That'd be wrong. Weird. <laughs> so, so, so basically when I buy this game, um, like, do I have to pay every month? Or no, this no. is for permanent? Once, no. Once you, you, you pay, you pay the, for the game and that's it. Oh, okay. There's things that I you have, can buy in the right. gym store that you can uh, pay cash for, but you don't have to. That is a personal choice. And you can use gold to buy gems, which then Correct. is what you right. can use to buy stuff. So, like, I, I do guild missions every single week, twice a week, and I take the yellows that I get out of those, and I turn around and sell them, and I generate gold, and eventually, mm -hmm. when I get a gold, I buy some gems, and then I can buy whatever I want with that. And so, I never really had to spend any money, real money, in the gem store. I just buy it with gold. <clears throat> so once the 1.6 patch hits, I'm most likely going to open up um, one of my events to be a uh, thieves run. So if anyone is interested in thieving a little bit, uh, might be the Saturday morning slot, I don't know. Um, but we'll definitely be forming up a little thieves group to go stealing a bunch of stuff and trying to get away from the uh, local cops and whatnot. Can you tell me a little bit about yourself? How did you start this guild? I actually started this guild in Dark Age of Camelot. Um, it's based off of a story that my grandmother used to teach me. 
about the Tuatha Dananim and uh, the Gashkia, the protectors of the Tuatha. Um, from there, we uh, we grew, and uh, we originally started as a roleplay guild um, on the NIMU server, and then we discovered RBR, and then we did a lot of RBR, and we still did a lot of PvE, and we did Dragon Hunts and Dark Age Camelot, and our numbers grew and grew and grew. And then um, towards the end of our DLC days, um, I was going through some job situations where I was laid off twice, two years in a row on the same exact day. Really weird. And then um, decided that we needed a, a new life, and I moved up north um, to Oregon and ended up leaving Guild Wars 2 behind. Um, you know, and all that, and, and things really kind of hit the fan, and, uh, you know, then I, I just decided to, to give it up, and then Spence and Jeff, two of my friends, dragged me back into the fold by playing Warhammer Online, and we gave rebirth to the, the family there. We started with a whopping six people, and uh, started running Tier 2 and Tier 3 uh, RBR nights, and we just did that a lot, to the point where we ended up having four different guilds, almost all of which were full. Um in their player cap was 500 characters. So um, Plus. we did that for a while. And then um, Warhammer decided to commit suicide by making sieges turn from an epic battle where you're battling tooth and nail to take a keep to you're watching four guys swing a ram for an hour and a half. And that didn't fly very well. A lot of our players left, and we ended up going to Rift, where um, we found our entire PvE side of the family. Um, we did Rift for two years and uh, had some great times there. And the Storm Legion came out and killed 85% of our population overnight. It was really weird. Uh, literally 85% of our people, you actually can look on the timestamp and see that right as Storm Legion came out, 85% of our people stopped playing the game. Um, <laughs> it was rather alarming. And uh, we ended up going to Guild Wars 2, which we are on a server called Sanctum of Raw, which is named after one of our members who passed away during the creation of the game, who is very much in love with the game and very much pushing for us to open a branch there. So we created the, the branch in Guild Wars 2 as a tribute to Roger Orgord Raw, who is the namesake of the Sanctum Raw server. Um, while we were there, you know, we were still on our PvE side, didn't like Guild Wars 2, there was no rating in it. So we were looking for another game where we can have rating, enter ESO. ESO brought us into the fold. We started helping in early development, um, got pulled into alpha, beta. Um, I've traveled out to their offices twice now um, to try to you know, powwow with them and, and give them some information and some, some know-how. And that's how we got into ESO. And now we're just kind of waiting for them to implement a patch that gives us the things that we originally had in the game. So that's uh, 13 years in a nutshell. And how old are you? I am 36. <coughs> He's young. Yes. He and I wow, have way young. been the only leader of Gashia two days. Uh, it's kind of a story that I tell. So. Yeah, Gashia is actually his brainchild. So yeah. Someday I'll have like an error or something, and we'll make a big old thing about it. I have to teach them how to properly lead people off cliffs first. And teach them about the art of the needle in the haystack. Oh yeah, I love that. Needle in the haystack. <laughs> so any other questions before we call this meeting adjourned?
thanks for having this meeting, Fog. I, I feel like more part of the family when you include everybody all together to, you know, keep me informed about what's going on. Yeah, this is kind of our chance to be around the dinner table, per se. So it's, uh, I know it, you know, not everybody shows up, but I, I keep hoping that more and more people will show up and we can, you know, get some dialogue going back and forth, you know, bring the issues, you know, that you want to say. I mean, if you got an issue, bring it up. You know, I'm, I'm, I don't fight. Um, your information is important to me. So, um, you know, definitely attend and let me know what's going on because I, I can't be in game all the time. You know, half my time is spent in game. Most of my time is actually spent out of game, maintaining the things that you guys use every day. So it, it's a lot of work. You know, I, I run a company. I'm a husband. I'm a father. I run three football teams, a bowling team, um, <laughs> and, you know, publish a magazine. That magazine is not something I just snap my fingers and magically appears. You know, I spend hours and hours and hours laying that thing out, publishing it. So doing the interviews, you know, this issue alone, I've, I've got five different people to interview. So it's, you know, it's a lot of time that pulls me out of game. And that's one of the reasons why with the seeds, I'm basically declaring that we're not going to spend a lot of time on the development side of the website until we're sure that it's going to fit our family. If it's not going to support our family, then we're going to move on. Uh, and, and that's just because I want to save the 300 hours of development time that I wasn't able to pay with you guys <coughs> and spend the 300 hours building the family, building up the strength first, and then build the system to support it um, second. So um, I think that will go over a lot easier, and it will also make sure that we have a, a place where it can sustain us, not just be a, a flash fire. I mean, I wish it was different, but, you know, the metrics that I'm seeing, it's, you know, there has not been a single day since the day before ESO went live where we've gone up in numbers. It's always been down, and that's that's not good, you know, and I, it kills me because I spent a lot of time planning and preparation and coding for this section, and to have, you know, people come to me and complain that we don't have people, you know, it's just... Or they, they feel like, oh, you know, I'm trying to do this and nobody's showing up. You know, it, it really hurts them. So it's, I kind of just want to, in the future, prevent that from happening so that we don't have all the heartache. And, hey, you know, it, I, I never intended to lead when I created Goshki the first time. I just intended to be, like, a little role-playing group when I could tell the story. You know, that was pretty much it. I didn't really ever see myself as a leader. I originally was part of a, another guild called Silver Fist Brigade. And uh, I watched as they would basically tell people that they weren't good enough to be in their guild. And, uh, you know, they kicked people out because they weren't, you know, doing enough DPS or whatnot. And, you know, I'm like, well, screw that. I like this guy better. So I ended up picking up all the pieces of the people that were basically discarded, all the people that nobody else wanted. I, I pulled together and made a family out of it. Um, and, you know, I've always stood for the guys that were, you know, the discarded folk, you know. <laughs> and, you know, honestly, those I'll take those discarded folk any day of the week, you know, and I'll show those guys up. You know, it, that's just the way I am. I, I'm always for the underdog. I like being the underdog. I That's where I thrive. Uh, if you're not here, or no, or do you have, or do you, um, do you trust your admins? Um, for what? Like, you're saying your uh, most of your time, you know, you spend it in real life, um, and you keep the rest of the work for your admins. I uh, I'm in Raycall most of the days. I actually work inside Raycall. My coworkers use Raycall to communicate with me, so. <laughs> 
Uh, oh, I'm here okay. almost all day. It's just I'm usually coding or um, on phone calls, you know, other stuff. So that's really good. Okay, anything else? Nope, I'm all good, Dad. Well, thank you guys for coming. Um, next month, we'll be doing it on the 3rd, I believe. Yeah, January 3rd. If anything comes up before then, feel free to jump in and talk to me. I'm pretty much in this exact channel almost all day, every day. Um, if I don't respond right away, shoot me a tell. Most likely, I have it muted while I'm on the phone. Hey, guys. Can you hear me all right? Hey, Jay. <laughs> Hello. Hello. So, after discovering I had the wrong push to talk button uh, bound and was talking for about half a minute. <laughs> so, while everyone's here, I thought this is the right place to tell everybody. I've, just, I've been with you guys for two months now, and uh, yeah, I had a little break of two weeks after having some issues with my old and main account. And yeah, it's been. I've been with the game since uh, since the betas. I've played Guild Wars One. I've waited since two thousand and nine when Guild Wars Two was announced to play it. And you guys gave me some of the best online time I've had ever in Guild Wars Two. And um, yeah, you guys are amazing. And yeah, I came back after this break with my new account, which I've got now. And yeah, just seeing you guys still recognize my voice, seeing that, yeah, I'm part of you, you guys are starting to know who I am, no matter what little I do with you in Worldly World or anything, I still have the feeling I contribute and I always have fun with you guys, no matter if we, yeah, if we get destroyed trying to take a tower, because the Zerg comes in with double the numbers, it's still fun or it's a learning experience to learn what we can do different next time and I've learned so much and yeah you're just all awesome people and I hope to stay with you guys for a very long time I love running with you Jay you're great yeah we love you man oh it's a pleasure and you got the best accent in the family I mean how can we not know you well Seriously? thank you for that I've uh, since living in Germany, I, my father's English, and I've always got uh, mobbed for my English accent because I didn't speak the German, the school English, so I was better. So, of course, they had to beat down on me for that. It's nice to be yeah. appreciated. English folks should come over here to America and hear true English. Yeah, about that. <laughs> uh, I don't know if he wants to do that. <laughs> You want to hear bad um, English? Come on over. Yeah, we got bad English. We got 90 flavors of bad English. <laughs> we don't have English. We have American. Uh, America. <laughs> oh, I'll come to visit it any time. But it's staying there is a whole different topic. Angel, for some reason, you sound like a robot tonight. <laughs> That's well, probably because I have a bad microphone. Bad microphone, no biscuit. Oh, he speaks. Gosh. We miss you, buddy. Hope you're having fun. <clears throat>
So guys, um, I would like to take the step and I would like to say some updates gonna happen in Raycall. Uh, we're having some issues right now. Um, 